Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting here with my man, Rod Cleef. Rod, how are you, sir? Good, man. Let's have some fun today, Tyler. I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited too. And that's why I always ask, are you ready to take it to another level? Because today there's no doubt we're going to be doing that. And I want to welcome Elevate Nation back to the show where our mission is to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And if you appreciate what we're doing, we would appreciate if you hit that subscribe button. If you shared this with a friend, share it with three friends. You know, who needs to know this message? Who needs to seek that fulfillment and create some greatness and unlimited, uh, you know, abundance in their life? And really, I want to remind you that this is a masterclass for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through real estate investing and ultimately in their lives. And again, I want to welcome back Rod Cleef to the show or welcome Rod Cleef to the show for the first time. And I want to introduce you to him. Rod is a multiple business owner and a philanthropist who is passionate about entrepreneurship. Ty- Tyler, Tyler, back. Tyler, Tyler. Yes, let's not go. Let's not go through that whole thing. You don't want to come on. No, man. I, they, they, they're going to be asleep by the time you're done. So let's let's just let's just get into it. And most of that stuff we're going to talk about anyway, my friend. So I, I always get so embarrassed when people start going through that bio. So let's not let's let's just. Let's do this. You know what? You know what? We love your bio. And I will tell you, I will tell you one real quick. One thing is that something to know about Rod is that he's, he's achieved a great deal of success and he's also achieved a great deal of failure and he's come back from that failure to achieve more success. So really that's the story beyond the bio. And that's why I wanted to share it, but he's also got a great podcast called lifetime Cash Flow through real estate investing. Uh, so definitely check that out, but, but I I appreciate that. And you know what, this show is not scripted. And so I appreciate you button in there. So tell me a little (laughs) bit more about you, Rod. Who are you? What you, what what makes you tick? Sure. Sure. Well, my wife, actually, uh, love of my life, most beautiful human being on the planet makes me tick, but let's talk about, let, let me go back and talk about my story a little bit, because I think it'll, 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 definitely be informative for your listeners and hopefully inspire your listeners. So, you know, I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vansha. We uh, immigrated from the Netherlands. I was born in Holland, the Netherlands. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years. And we didn't have much. I mean, uh, I wore close in the goodwill and Salvation Army through junior high school till I could get a job and buy my own clothes. And we ate expired food, I remember my mom buying powdered milk because she thought milk was healthy instead of liquid milk. And, you know, we really struggled. And I'm sure you've got listeners that had it harder than we did or have it harder than we did. But the one thing was I knew I wanted more. And that's a key piece. And we're going to talk about that some more. You've got to know what it is you want. And I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So my mom babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And we're talking about a lot of kids. Sometimes we'd have 18 kids in the house. And she was real good at it, and, and these kids were loved and cherished. And, and with that babysitting money, she was an entrepreneur. And so she bought the house across the street from us. She invested in the stock market, made money there, but she bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for about 30 grand. When I was 17, she told me it had gone up $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? 
I'm getting into real estate. Screw college. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do real estate. So I got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, um, which you could do back then with education. You know, now they got smart and you need some experience before you can be a broker. But I got my broker's license right when I turned 18 and I was going to be rich in real estate. Well, my first year I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1981 was decent money. So what happened between year two and year three? And, 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 and what happened was I discovered the power of mindset. I discovered the power of your psychology. And, you know, I, I, and since then, I've spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet. And he talks about this as well, is that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology, your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the stuff you and I talk about on our podcast, you know, the real estate stuff. It's really, you know, your ability to push through your limiting beliefs, your ability to push through fear, your ability to get uncomfortable that, 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 that dictates whether or not you'll be successful. And so, you know, if you'd like, I can, I can drill down on that a little bit, Tyler, and talk about you know, how I, well, well let, me, let me actually finish the conversation before I do that. So in, since then, I've owned over 2,000 houses, multiple apartment complexes. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept, okay? And you know, when that happens, sometimes people can tend to get a big head or get an ego, and I'm embarrassed to say, that I thought I was a real estate god. My head got so big I couldn't fit it through a double door. And when that happens, sometimes God or the universe or whatever you believe will give you a, you know, a smackdown. Well, that was 2008 for me. I lost that 17 million a whole lot more. I had a $50 million seminar, I call it. It's not a failure because it's only a failure if you don't get back up or you don't get the lesson. And I, I did both. I got back up and I got the lesson. But I had a $50 million seminar and I thought I was set for life. So, what I'd love to do, if you'll humor me, Tyler, is talk about the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place, and then the mindset it took to recover back to the success that I enjoy today. Yeah, and I think also one thing I want to dive into is the fear that you probably experienced in that circumstance. Um, you know, coming from someone who really, you know, was beyond humbled, right? Someone who had really kind of, you couldn't fit your head through the door, but then you know, you were really kind of crashed down. I mean, what kind of fear did you experience in that moment and how did it's, you overcome that? Yeah, it's debilitating. I mean, achievers call it stress. That's the achievers word for fear, mm -hmm. but it was just cold, blatant fear. I mean, I was underneath a rock for a few months. Okay. I mean, it was no fun. And, and you know, in the 1929, uh, Depression. People jumped out of buildings for losing less than I lost. Okay, right. and even even allocated for the time difference. So it was ugly. I mean, I thought I was set for life. I thought 80 million baby boomers getting old and getting cold that Florida was recession proof. Well, <laughs> we were ground zero for the depression. I mean, for the for that recession, for that contraction. And you know, and I was I was at a 30 percent loan to value. I only owed 30 cents on the dollar. What 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 caused me to crash and burn was the logistics of my of my portfolio. So I had single family houses, two hours north and two hours south and everywhere in between. And so, you know, if I sent someone back then to one of my apartment complexes to fix a maintenance issue, uh, we could stockpile parts. You know, all the HVAC is the same, the appliances are the same, the plumbing parts are the same. You know, every, the door hardware is the same, everything's the same. So I could send somebody, we could stockpile and they could be in and out in 30 minutes or an hour, boom, done. Well, if I had to send someone to one of my houses that was an hour or further away, 
you've got that travel time. Then they have to go to the house to see what's wrong because every house is different. And then they've got to find a Home Depot or a Lowe's. That could be another hour or more round trip. And then, you know, if you ever get into fixing something, you realize you forgot something and you go back and it, you know, it, what takes 30 minutes to an hour at one of my apartment complexes would take all day at one of my houses. And you multiply that times 800. And that was a big piece. Some other pieces that caused me to crash were the fact that taxes in Florida, property taxes are higher because there's no state income tax. Uh, and, and also I had houses up and down the coast. So, uh, you know, I had properties with flood insurance, um, uh, wind insurance, which is very expensive. All that impacts cash flow. But the biggest thing was the maintenance thing. Then, then the last kind of the coup de gras for me was most of my tenants, these were C-class properties. Most of my tenants were contractors, drywallers, electricians, plumbers, roofers. And that fell off a cliff in 2008 and nine. So they didn't have any work. And so, and then the last straw for me was when my portfolio was actually valued, it, 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 was, it was underwater. So it fell more than 70%. And, wow. and that's when I threw in the towel and I lost it all. But, you know, I'm back. But, uh, but, but sure, there was a ton of fear. And, and I had to push through that fear. And I'm happy to talk about how I did that, if you'd like. Yeah, I do want to know that. And there's just a couple of things there. I mean, you're talking about 80% of your success in anything comes down to your psychology, which I or certainly, more. you know, or more or 90%. I uh, mm -hmm. certainly subscribe to that. And I think many of Elevate Nation does as well. And 20% is the mechanics or the strategy. But it does at this point seem like perhaps there was a flawed strategy that may have crashed, whether or not there was a 2008 or not, right? Would you say? I mean, no, it's definitely my business model wasn't sustainable. Yeah. No, no, no question. There was a flawed strategy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had, I had owned uh, 500 houses in Denver, 200 houses in Memphis, and then, you know, about over 1300 in, in, in Florida. And I truly thought I was pretty much, I mean, you buy 2000 properties, you pretty much think you know what the hell you're doing. Well, <laughs> right. I really did. And I think that rather, and, and I believe in single family, but if they're localized, very close together, then there's no problem, but you can't do it the way I did it. It just yeah. doesn't work. It, I, I'm not going to say you can't, but my model didn't work that way. Um, I suppose I could have got regional maintenance people and I could have done things differently, but, but, um, it just, you know, it is what it is. I call it a seminar. I've had multiple seminars. I've built 24 businesses and three or four have been worth tens of, four have been worth tens of millions of dollars. Most have been spectacular flaming seminars. You know, the bottom line is we fail our way to success. And I'm going to tell you, don't fear failure. Okay. Fear being in the same freaking place you are right now, a year from now, that's something you should fear, but not failure. In fact, I got to meet Sarah Blakely uh, in one of the masterminds that I belong to. Um, she's the billionaire owner of Spanx. She started with $5,000 and I mean, she's flies privately. She's worth, I think, four or five billion. And she told me that her father used to ask her every night, what have you failed at today? Mm -hmm. Isn't that an awesome question to ask your kids? Anyway, but, um, but yeah, no, the model was flawed for sure, Tyler. And thank you for rubbing that, my nose in that. I know it hurts to revisit, but you got it. You know what? It's another seminar. We all need to learn from this failure, but I would imagine. Well, if, well let me, let me say this. Let me, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let me say this. No problem. The reason I started my podcast is because what was fascinating is through all that, my apartments were doing great. I mean, they would have survived easily. Sure. There was some pullback, mm -hmm. but they would have easily survived. Of course, me and my brilliance, I cross collateralized packages of houses with my apartment complexes to get a lower interest rate and thought I was brilliant at the time, but you know, um, so had I, had I kept them separate, I still own them. 
And that's why I started my podcast, to give people that memo. And that is if you're going to buy and hold, for God's sakes, do multifamily instead of single family. So talk to me how you dealt with that kind of fear, because you went from somebody who was on the top of the world to then somebody who is literally in the hole, you yeah, know, a significant amount of capital. It. It's, it's easy. I kept, I paid attention to my focus. I remembered what it is I wanted and why I wanted it. And I focused on that instead of the, the, the negative. Because my friends, what you focus on grows. If you mm -hmm. focus on the debt or the pain or the sorrow or the fear or the frustration, it grows. You have to, I have people that call me, students that call me that say, you know, I, I'm, I'm working to get out of debt. And I tell them that's the wrong statement. You should be working to make more money. Mm -hmm. They asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. Hmm. Get the distinction? Where oh, yeah. focus goes, energy flows. What you focus on gets larger. And that's what I did. And I, and, you know, and again, I focused on what it was I wanted, why I wanted it. Um, and you know, happy to share that process if you like. Um, so what, what was it that you wanted and, and how did you tie your emotions to that? Because I think that's one key thing that people miss on their goals is tying their emotions to that outcome. Sometimes they say, well, you know, I want, you know, financial freedom or financial abundance or whatever it may be. And they say a certain cash flow number. So I'm just curious, was there an emotion that you were anchoring in at that time or Maybe that wasn't, maybe that's not a fitting question. No, but I'm, I, I, I'm not sure. I have to think about that. Really, it was more who I was around. It was more um, being around people that were thriving through that crisis and, 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 you know, being around people that instead of bemoaning everything that was happening, we're talking about how to capitalize on it, for example. Um, and there were people thriving through that, through that period. Uh, but it wasn't that I tied it to an emotion. It was really focused. It was, it was go, revisiting my goals, revisiting the things that I wanted, writing down why I wanted them, honing in on that, doing a morning ritual where I do gratitude for a few minutes, just grateful for my bride, my kids, my students, my foundation. Then I would be grateful for the things I wanted as if I already had them, sometimes even yep. with emotion around those things that I want. And Three, four minutes every morning, I do that. And, and let me tell you something, when you do that, and I know there's some of you analytical ones that are going, oh boy, you know, uh, and I'm going to tell you, you know, if you, if you let me share a little more of my story, why that would be a big mistake. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like you're saying is gratitude is really kind of the antidote to fear. You know, you're, if you think you about- You can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. Yep. I have a gratitude vision board behind me. I have a gratitude photos in my planner. It's foundational to everything. Gratitude is a foundational emotion to everything. It should be the most important emotion that you embody. And you can't create more when you have the emotion of lack, right? If you're thinking about, well, I lost all these different things, you're just going to continue to go down that spiral. It's, it's not so much emotion as it's focus. You've yep. got- direct your focus. You know, the only podcast I listen to is Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss interviews world-class people in every genre of life. I just broke 7 yeah, million great. downloads for my podcast. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, awesome goal. He does that a month. Okay. So, but I, I, I mean, he is interviews people like, like Ray Dalio, billionaire Ray Dalio, other billionaires, best CEOs, CEOs in the world, best actors in the world, best at, at best chess, every, every genre he, he interviews and he deconstructs these world-class performers. And it was fascinating because I talk about focus on my podcast. I, I do two clips. I do an interview every week with an expert. And then I do a clip on called own your power, own your own the power that's already inside of you. And when I talk about focus, I bring this up because 
what was interesting is when I listened to his podcast, I started seeing a pattern. They all freaking meditate. And yep. Tyler, they meditate because it enhances your focus. So the, the more you can direct your focus, it's a massive secret to success. And, and again, so I, I reassociated with my goals. I redid the goals. I, you know, um, exercise you did at my workshop. Um, I, I, I took people, I take people through that, my coaching students and at my workshops. And I can give you a high level overview if you want your listeners to hear it. But, but the point is, I did that. I directed my focus. Every morning, I thought about what I wanted, not what I was going through, the pain I was going through. I focused on what I wanted, and that's where my energy went. Mm -hmm. now, 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 in full disclosure, yes, I was underneath a freaking rock for a couple months. Okay, all you saw was my freaking eyeball poking out. Yes, I went through all that, but, but the, finally, I picked myself up and by my bootstraps and said, F this, and I'm, I'm, I'm back, and I'm, I'm going to focus on what I want, and boom. I mean, you know... Um, that's how I got it. That's how I got back. We've closed on a thousand doors this year. We've got 500 more in three states under contract right now. Phenomenal deals um, and uh, truly phenomenal deals. And if, you know, if you've got, if you're listening and you're accredited, we'd love to talk to you. Text the word partner to 41411 and, and we'll tell you about them. But the point is um, I'm back because of, of directing my focus and aligning myself with the right people. You know, I, I, uh, uh, I've got an incredible team. I mean, incredible rock star team. I was just bragging about them today to somebody else. And uh, both in the acquisition side of things and, of course, in my thought leadership platform um, with the podcast. And we've got a sold out live event coming up. And I know um, uh, another one in Orlando that we're going to talk about. But uh, um, yeah, we'll talk more about that here at the end of the show. And you'll definitely mm -hmm. want to check that out. I've, I've been myself and uh, we'll talk more about a special opportunity for Elevate Nation for Rod's uh, boot camp coming up. But the moral of this story, and I want to take this back uh, to really kind of more of a foundational where you kind of got started, is that really you can overcome fear if you direct your focus. And that just because you've had a failure, it doesn't mean that it's fatal, right? It's, it's maybe your next stepping stone to your next. Listen, step. if you've lost more than $50 million, reach out to me because I'd love to hear your story. But yep. if you can recover from losing $50 million, by God, there's nothing you can't do business-wise. 100%. Okay. And so, um, yeah. So Rod, tell me about when you, like, was there a moment in your life when you drew a line in the sand and said, I'm not going to be ordinary. I'm going to be uncommon. Was there a moment in your life or was that a progress? No, you know, it's funny. Life throws things at you and I talk about this at the boot camp. If you, I don't know if you were in the room for this, but I talk about how, you know, I didn't speak English when I came to this country and got thrown into school, discovered what bullies were. And my mom, bless her heart, tried to help me by sending me to school and show and tell in leather shorts and wooden shoes. And so I got my butt kicked regularly. I had a crush on a girl and I got humiliated on the playground. And I had all these things happen that caused me to feel like I wasn't enough. And I know this is a common thought process. In fact, I used to ask myself the question, how can I show them I'm good enough? Now, what's interesting about that, Tyler, is it caused me to be huge success because I was so focused on proving that I was good enough. I'll tell you a story. You know, I lived in Denver and I knew I was wanting to live on the beach and there's no beach in Denver. And so I would visualize living on the beach, palm trees, sand. And 20 years later, I built this $8 million house on the beach, beach on one side, boathouses on the backside, which was unthinkable when I was 18. But 
you know, I, 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 I focused on it, I visualized it and I made it happen. And, but what was interesting is two months after I built it, I'm floating in the pool at night and I've just achieved this incredible success. This house is magnificent. I mean, giant waterfall from the second floor into the pool, the giant spiral staircase, this ornate staircase that cost me probably about a hundred grand. And then on the second floor, there was a fish tank it was 20 feet long, curved around the, the, the stairway. And that fish tank alone was, I think, $160,000. So that gives you an idea of the house. Anyway, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool, and I got really depressed. And I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved su success by this incredible magnitude, and I'm depressed. And one of the things that was going on, well, a couple of things were going on. Um, uh, one is you should never achieve a goal without having other big goal, without having other goals lined up behind it. Cause like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. But the second thing was I had been totally focused on me proving to the world I was good enough. You know, I built this testament to my ego to prove the world I was good enough. And I had an epiphany that year because I went and saw Tony Robbins and found out he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, you know, this is what a concept do something for some, somebody else. So I went back and I started feeding families and, and, you know, I'm blessed to say we've, benefited over 75,000 children now here um, with, you know, baskets of food and toys. And we've done uh, uh, teddy bears to local police departments for their officers to keep in their vehicles when they encounter a child's been, been traumatized and tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local children. And so, yes, there was fear that held me back and that, that held me back from being the right kind of person because I was focused on Rod. It cost me my first family. Um, but it also triggered incredible financial success. Now, I know there are people listening that have these fears or limiting beliefs. And I'm here to tell you that most of, there's a reason belief systems, the acronym is BS, because most of them are BS. We have this experience happen to us in our childhood that our brain, our juvenile mind, uh, has emotion attached to it and we believe it's factual when in most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, it's BS. And so what I would invite you if you're listening and you have one of these limiting beliefs that you've been able to identify consciously is anytime it rears its ugly head and, and you think about it, don't pass it over. Pull it out in the daylight. Shine your adult rational mind on it and, rec and, and just look at it rationally and recognize that it's BS. And when I did that, I'd... I'd pull out this, this, this need to be, to prove that I was good enough or show the world I'm good enough. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a gift from God. I, if someone that rejects me, it's because they're fucked up. Excuse me. Didn't mean to say up. And, if, and, 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 and so the bottom line is, is, is if they reject me, it's their own BS. It has nothing to do with me if they know me at my heart, because I'm a loving, giving human being. So but, but you've got to do that for yourself. If you've got a limiting belief like that, drag it into the daylight and look at it rationally. And, you're gonna, and, you're, and it's not going to happen overnight. But you do it enough times and you will burn it up. I promise you. So, so anyway, long-winded answer to your question. Are you someone who is looking to seriously elevate your life this year? I mean, now, this year, 2020. Because I want to let you know that I am currently opening up a few coaching spots for people like you who want to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And I want to invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. I have to tell you, this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are defiantly committed, those who are decisive, those who are coachable, 
those who are resourceful, they're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to sacrifice time, energy, and invest resources into themselves to get to where they want to be, to live life at the highest level and to elevate to a life without limits. Exactly what we talked about on this show. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. No, I mean, it sounds like it took you decades to realize that you were really driving for I was 40, brother, before I got the memo. 40, yep. Well, I mean, it's like what Tony Robbins talks about, you know, the six human needs. You were driving mm -hmm. for significance, and you didn't realize yep. that it was a deep-seated, you know, child. And certainty. And certainty. Certainty. Significance and certainty. Those are the two kind of negative yeah. um, human needs that he speaks to, rather than love and connection and growth and contribution, and, uh, contribution right. So that's a quick way to shift that is to seek, you know, growth, contribution, love and connection. So mm -hmm. uh, I really like that. So t tell me about, you know, as you continued, I mean, beyond that, once you started to realize that contribution was the secret for you, I mean, well, that was you, one of many secrets, buddy. That right. was a secret for fulfillment. That mm -hmm. was a secret to realize that there was more to life than Rod. It wasn't all about Rod, Rod, Rod. It was about giving and adding value. And those of you listening, I know you've got some young listeners that are probably have blood dripping from their teeth. They want financial success, no matter freaking what. I'm here to tell you guys, and I have this, people come up to me and ask me this at live events. Give now. Do not, do not wait to give. Don't think I need to be a success before I give because I'm telling you, you are short circuiting the speed at which you become a success. When you give success, power moves to those that serve. Power moves to those that help uh, other human beings. So give now because you will get the financial success faster. Uh, forget the fact that you'll feel better. You'll be a better human being. That's just bonus. Okay. But you'll get your financial life faster than if you give now. So, you know, it's like anything. If you want anything, you give it. You want love, give love. You want happiness, give happiness. That's how you get it. And it's the same way with, with finances. So. Well, and the reason why we love real estate and we love the reason why we talk about real estate and personal development on this show is because if you develop yourself, if you cultivate the appropriate mindset, the occult, cultivate the appropriate identity, as well as build practical systems for cash flow, for wealth creation, you can give back, you can be your greatest self. There's so many people out there who just plug it in and they don't, you know, they're not willing to face these fears. What would you say to those who are, you know, really not really willing to step out of their comfort zone. Sure. To what they've done, what they've done is they've created stories for themselves. Um, I'm, I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too analytical. I'm a perfectionist. Uh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough education. I'm not analytical enough. They create these stories and what stories are are circuit breakers so that we don't get disgusted with ourselves when we don't take action. So I would tell you, pay attention to your stories because because they'll let you off the hook. And if you want success, you've got to divorce your stories and embrace the things that you want and embrace why you want them. Um, and so I'm going to tell you, Tyler, um, let, me, let me take your listeners. It'll take five minutes to go through a process that I do at the live events. You went through it. But what I want you guys to do that are listening, take an hour and carve out an hour for yourself. Most people spend more time planning Christmas or a birthday than to do designing their lives. Take an hour and write down everything you could possibly want in life. All the stuff, the houses, the boats, the cars, the jet skis, the planes, how much money you want in the bank in three years, how much you want in 10 years, how much cash flow you want from your, from your real estate in three years, 10 years. Write down everything you could ever possibly want. 
also write down the things you want to do. You want to climb a mountain. You want to write a book. What do you want to do? Write that down. Write down what you want to learn. I'm going to learn how to fly a helicopter one day. Write down what you want to learn. Maybe you want to learn a foreign language. Write down who you want to help. We'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. Use that. Write that down. I bought my parents a house and a car and took them on cruises. Who do you want to do things for? Write that down. Maybe you want to do things for your kids. Maybe you want to retire your spouse. Write everything down. Big things, little things. Don't let the pen leave the paper. Just keep writing till you can't think of another thing. And most importantly, take the lid off your freaking brain. Do not limit yourself. There is nothing you can't do, be, or have. You know, uh, we have these mental limits that we place in ourselves that hold us back. We're in this box. Obliterate the box. If you want a private island, a private jet, a yacht, whatever it is, write it down. It's because it's not outside the realm of reality. I gave you the example of that house I built on the beach. It was unthinkable when I was 18, but I, I visualized it. I kept thinking about it. I made it happen. And, and there's, so there's nothing you can't do. And once you're done, it's two more steps. Put a number. Once you can't think of another goal, put a number by each goal, how long it's going to take you to achieve it. Put a one number of years, put a one, a three, five, 10, even a 20, recognizing that as human beings, we will overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in 10 or 20 years, like I just described. Okay, once you've got a number on each goal, um, actually, there's two more steps after this. Pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal that if you get it, you're like, oh, good God, life is amazing. That goal, put it on another piece of paper. In fact, I've got a, I've got a worksheet you can get to, to that'll take you through this. If you text uh, 2020 goals, one word, 2020 goals, to 41411. I've got a whole worksheet that'll walk you through this. I forgot. I just did a big goal setting workshop uh, uh, on my Facebook page. If you want me to guide you through this, go to my Rod Cleef official Facebook page and go to January 1st. I did this on January 1st for an hour and 20 minutes. I'll walk you through this process and it's freaking awesome. So, but put a number by each goal. I already said that. Pick your number one goal, then pick your top three one-year goals. So put four goals on a separate sheet of paper, the number one goal and the top three one-year goals. Then write down why those goals are an absolute freaking must. You ask me how I got past the fear of losing everything to get back. This is what I did, okay? I wrote down what I wanted and why I wanted it and associated with the why. So I wrote down things like, you know, and this is what you want to write down so that I can show my family what success looks like. So I can show my kids what success looks like so that I can, we can have freedom, freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want. So whatever it is for you, write it down, use emotionally charged words. Words are very powerful. So use words like amazing, incredible, beautiful to describe the why, okay? Once you've got some positive reasons why, there's one more little step. Put some pain in there, okay? Because we'll do more as human beings to avoid pain than gain pleasure. Use that. This is the fuel to get you past the fear, to get you past the limiting beliefs, to get you out of comfort. You know, the comfort zone's a warm place, but nothing free grows there. So you got to have fuel. This is the fuel. So put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goal. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't fail my spouse. So I don't live a life of regret. You know, there was a nurse in Australia, a hospice nurse that counseled hospice patients at the end of her life, at the end of their lives, I'm sorry, and asked them a question. What are your biggest regrets? She wrote a book about it. It's called uh, The Five Regrets of Dying. Her name's Bronnie Ware. Five Regrets of Dying. Tyler, the number one regret was not living my life, living someone else's life, not living up to my potential. And I say, screw that. And this is the fuel that prevents that from happening. So positive reasons why, negative reasons why. And then the last thing, get pictures of your goals. I'll give you some examples. When I was 
18, I was a real estate broker. And so I bought this four-door car, this bone ugly Ford Granada, because I figured I had to have a four-door to show houses. And a, a guy I worked with had a couple of Corvettes and he let me drive one. And I was like, holy, you know what? I need this car. And so I got a, this was before the internet. I got a picture out of a magazine of that Corvette, put it on the visor of my Granada. Within a year, I had a Corvette. And then I'll give you a couple more examples, but let me say this. This is not me bragging because this stuff doesn't interest me anymore at all, but it's great to hopefully inspire you listening to the power of this. So this is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out and the actor in the show drove a Ferrari 308, this red Ferrari. And I thought that was the coolest freaking thing I'd ever seen. I got a picture of that actual car out of a magazine, put on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year, I had a Maserati look just like it. Last example. I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. I had the posters, the Lamborghini Countach in my bedroom, the doors that went up, and I thought that was the coolest thing on the planet. And what's interesting is my son collected models of exotic cars. He had about 30 of them when he was nine years old, and he had a model of the exact same color and style that I ended up getting. So, guys, this stuff, in fact, let me show you something here. Now that since we're on video, I know you guys might be listening on iTunes, but if you watch this, you put these on YouTube, right? I do. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. If you watch these on YouTube, this is my planner. Okay. It's on today. I had a busy day today. Um, and, and at the back of this thing are pictures that have been in here 20 years. Okay. First pictures are my gratitude pictures. We talked about this. I've also got a vision board with gratitude right behind me here. These are my pictures of my kids when they were young. They've been in here for 20 years. They're all dog-eared. They're in plastic. Then, you know, stuff that I wanted. What's crazy is that house on the beach that's what it looked like. Travertine floors just like that, a view at 80 foot of glass out over the bay, just like that. And what's even crazier, I lost that house, but what's crazier, I live in a compound now, okay? I've got six buildings. It's spectacular. A giant main house, a two-bedroom guest house. I've got an exercise facility. I've got a media center where I do my video shoots. I've got five-car garages, and I go on and on. It's spectacular. And what's crazy, in fact, see, see the, see the, the, the the what is the what I want to call that the wall there that mm -hmm. that you see that Tyler mm -hmm. look behind me that's it that's my freaking backyard and I got this picture 20 years ago it looks just like the picture okay and then you know I've got pictures of other stuff stupid shit like watches I got a couple hundred thousand dollars <laughs> of watches the Lamborghini before I ever got it the Rolls Royce the Bentley all these things that I got because I had pictures so. If you're thinking foofy, if you're thinking this is foofy, big mistake because this stuff freaking works, okay? I mean, the um, big takeaway here is think big, get specific, feed your subconscious mind through yep. vision boards, through whatever it is. Pictures of not, what you want around you on your screensaver, right. on your wall. If you saw what's pictures behind the monitor here on the wall, the things that I want now. I've got, I've got sayings on the wall. I am statements. Focus, grind now, play later, comfort gills, kills, I'm success, I'm a business genius. And, and by the way, these I am statements are very, very powerful because anything you put the words I am yep. in front of becomes an identity statement. Identity. So I've got these all over. I've got I'm the world's greatest husband. Now, these aren't, this is not me ego. This is what I'm aspiring to be, right? I'm a business genius. I want to be a business genius. You know, I am determination. I am focus. I am health and energy. I'm the world's greatest husband. These are all things that I want to aspire to be. But anything you put the words I am in front of becomes an identity statement. And there's no greater force in the human psyche than the need to remain consistent with how we identify ourselves. So I use those. I use pictures of the things that I want now. I use vision boards. You know, kids ask my, people ask my kids at my events, does he really do this shit? 
Yes, he does. I've heard him scream this stuff out in the exercise room for years. <laughs> yes, he does, because it works. And I, these are affirmations. So I yell these things top of my lungs. I've got one in my exercise room. God's wealth flows through me in avalanches of abundance. Thank you, God. And it's like avalanches of goodwill and love and, of course, money and people in my life. And, you know, I'm screaming that a thousand times. Yeah, and I mean, so, not everybody. Not I, every... you know, I, at my live event, people do an identity statement. What's that? Not everybody really wants the material wealth or all the material things. Yeah, it but doesn't have to be material. The point is, whatever you want, you can feed your mind, you can feed your heart, your soul, and you can make it happen, right? I mean, no when question. I read the There's book- There's nothing you can't do, be, or have. When and you and I, we, we, I know you're big on this book too, but when I read Think and Grow Rich the first time, you know, I wanted financial success, but what I realized is that it's a process for getting anything you want in your life, and it's exactly what we're talking about here, so- I've actually, given away thousands and thousands of copies of that book. And that's a book you should read more than once a year. But, but totally agree. Guys, this stuff works. The last thing I forgot to mention on the goals, when you do your goals, write down the person it's going to take to achieve those goals, the qualities, driven, fearless, courageous, giving, grateful, loving, leader, passionate, inspired. Write down those qualities that you have to embody. They're already inside of you. You just have to bring them out because what got you here won't get you there. So you yep. need to associate with the person it's going to take to achieve those goals. One of the things we do in my live events, as you know, is we do an identity statement because again, there's no greater power than the need to remain consistent with how we identify ourselves. And so you, you write out really the type of person that you want to embody because the more you can associate with that, it pulls you into it. I'll give you mine. I, Rod Cleef, I'm a magnificent, amazing, passionate gift from God. I'm an incredible father, inspiring leader, loving billionaire, an amazing husband that puts smiles on the faces of children, inspires others to excellence, and rocks the world. And I have screamed that thousands of times. It's in oh. the fiber of my being. And that's how it works, my friends. Again, I lost a few more of the, of the, of the <laughs> analytical ones with this, but big mistake. Big mistake if you haven't listened yeah. this far. What I want to do, Rod, this has been awesome. We're going to transition into our rapid fire section. I just have a few okay. quick questions for you. We call it the rare air questionnaire. The reason why we do that is because we are theoretically scaling Mount Everest right now. We're continuing to push beyond our boundaries, push beyond our limits, push beyond our fears. And so the first question I have for you is, if you had to say the most impactful book that you've ever read, what would that be? Well, <laughs> I can't answer it with one. I'll give you several great ones. Okay, Everybody my love language is gifts. I love it. My love language is gifts. So yeah. the five love languages is a book that if you love anybody, your, your child, your spouse, your parents, your friends, uh, meaning, meaning you know, you, anybody listening, get that book because you need to know how yeah. they feel love the most. So my yeah. love language is gifts. If you're in my coaching program, you get gifts from me every month. And so one of the first books I send is Turning Pro. From taking yourself from an amateur to a professional. The author's name is Pressman. Another one I give is The Slight Edge. All those little decisions you make every day that point your trajectory of your life up or down. They add up and they magnify. Another one is The Magic of Thinking Big. If you're going to think, think big. Um, of course, you know, all the, all the, 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 the uh, Rich Dad books, all of Kiyosaki's books are fantastic. Yeah. Um, Gary Keller's One Thing is fantastic. Um, the, the, uh, uh, never split the difference. I've I've had him speak at my mastermind. Uh, Chris Voss, fantastic book for negotiation. Book. Yep. I could keep going, but there's a few. I love it. Well, the big takeaway there is there's a lot that you can gain from reading. So we definitely yes. encourage Elevate Nation to continue. Learners to read. are earners. Never stop learning. 
And what's the biggest way that you would say if you had to, I mean, out of all the things you do, I mean, you've got your identity statements, you've got your goals that you set for yourself, your vision board, everything that you do in terms of your consistency, what is the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? Well, I mentioned it uh, is, is, is just reassociating with what I'm grateful for. It takes two minutes. I mean, I yep. sit in this recliner behind me here. You can see behind a green screen. I'm there yep. <laughs> and, and I sit there and I, I, I do gratitude for, the, for, for my beautiful, amazing wife, my kids, my coaching students, my foundation, the gifts of being able to give. And then I do gratitude for the things that I want. I've got my, my, my vision boards back there. I could grab them if you want. And, and, and I look at those to get incredible clarity on what I want. And I just visualize that I already have them. And I, I say, thank you, God. And I just say, thank you. And, and it's not a religious thing. It can just be thank you. It doesn't, it's, it's, in fact, I'm not even terribly religious, but it's about saying thank you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and these things come into my life so much faster. And, the more, and that's another piece, the experiential piece. I told you I drove that Corvette. It was like, boom. So if there's something you want, go experience it. Like yeah. right now, um, I took my wife to the Amalfi Coast a couple of times in Italy. It's spectacular. Just and they have back. lots of yachts there. And, and I'm like, you know what? I want a yacht. I either want to rent one or buy one. And I want to go from Spain, Mallorca, all the way down the, that side of Italy, by Rome, around the boot, Amalfi Coast, go to Greece, mm-hmm. Croatia, Venice. And I, I'm making that happen. So I went to the Fort Lauderdale boat show a few months ago and I BS my way onto some big yachts. Okay. Like <laughs> big yachts. And I sat in the captain's chair and I visualized owning that yacht and laid on the bed. And because it freaking works, the more you can associate with it and get clarity on what you want. Clarity is power. You got to have clarity on what you want. The more you can see it in detail, the faster you get it. 100%. Uh, couldn't set it better for myself. What is the biggest way that you elevate others around you beyond what we've talked about today? Well, listen, um, I, by the way, if you're interested in multifamily, I've got a workbook that you will freaking love. It's 70 pages. It's no fluff, not trying to sell you anything. It's, it's called the Multifamily Property Toolbook. And what it is, I, I did have a, I have a 200 page book on Amazon that I gave away 20,000 copies of. Okay, literally 20,000. And then my team is like, hey, stupid, let's make some money with this. So we put it on Amazon. So now it's on Amazon. So in its place, I did this due diligence checklist and it's a due diligence checklist on steroids. Every possible question you could ever want to ask if you're buying a proper, a multifamily property. So if you text rod to 41411, I'll give it to you. Just like that. If you want my goal setting thing, text 2020 goals to 41411. But this is a quality thing you get from me uh, at no cost. Um, and I do my boot camps, you know, I, I, I have my podcast. Like I said, we had 7 million downloads. I do these own your power clips. It doesn't matter if you're not interested in multifamily. If you want to be motivated, you know, it's so important to bring quality content in, stand guard at the door to your mind and keep the crap out. The, God, don't yep. get me started on politics or the news or any of that. You want to bring good stuff in. I think you really enjoy those own your power clips that I do. They're five minutes. They'll juice you every Monday morning. And there's hundreds of them there. So it take a long time to get through them. But, but they're, people really rave about, you know, how motivated they get from those. So those are great. My website, rodcleef.com has all my free books and articles and videos and, you know, lots of free content there. Uh, but, but the best thing, if you can come see me live, you know, I, you came and saw me, I've got an event May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and I'm giving you, your students, your listeners, a great deal, a hundred bucks off. Um, yep. hundred bucks know, off with to, the, yeah. uh, promo code Chesser, C-H-E-S-S-E-R. So yeah, definitely yeah. check that out. Yeah. Go it's rod in Orlando.com. 
Okay, rodinorlando.com. It's three days. It's I don't bring in outside speakers to sell you crap like everybody else does. It's just me, you know, and, and we drink through a fire hose. I will tell you that, but you will leave. Um, you'll rave about it and, and, and you'll love it. The other thing is if you're, if you're seriously interested in multifamily, you need to join my Facebook group. It's the largest on Facebook. There's almost 32,000 people in there. Just go to multifamilycommunity.com and it's a direct link to that Facebook group. And, and it, you can't promote there, but it's an incredible education platform because you guys know you are the five people you hang around with. You want to be around people that want more, that'll hold you to a higher standard. They're not going to be afraid of your dreams and your goals through their own fear or try to hold you back because they don't want to lose you. You want to re- be around people that want more. That's a great place to meet some of those people. Um, and, it, you know, because, again, who you hang out with is who you become. Rod, tell me just my last question for you is, what would you say, you know, what's the driving force behind what you do? I'll show you. Okay. See that wall? You can't see them. I've got hundreds and hundreds of thank you cards from people that have taken action with what I've learned. I literally get love every single day, three or four times with an email, a handwritten card, uh, a DM. Somebody said, you know, I, in fact, I just got one today um, from uh, Christine. Uh, bought, her, bought her first fourplex today, closed on it today, literally. And I've gotten, I got another one today. That's why I do what I do. I work 12 hour Sundays. I'm, I'm, my knee is messed up and I've got an event coming, three day event coming up this week. And I'm a little worried about being able to, but I, but I love it. So I freaking do it. And my wife understands and that's why I do it. You know, it's, 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 there's no greater gift. As you know, I'm sure you get great feedback on your show. There's no greater gift than to have people get inspired and, and moved and take action with their lives and improve their lives. There's nothing better than that. He who has a why can bear any how. That's what Nietzsche said. So uh, really appreciate it, Rod. This has been a ton of fun. And I really appreciate Elevate Nation tuning in today. I want to thank you. And I also want to remind you that it's all about repetition. You got to play this show again. You have to realize that if you think it's woo-woo, you may need to kind of open up that there may be some limiting beliefs there and you may need to uh, identify that there are some bigger opportunities for you if you just consider something that may be feeling, you know, that may feel a little bit uncomfortable to you. But uh, I also encourage you to share. But until next time, we want to take massive action because this is only potential power at this point. Again, Rod, thank you so much for spending time with us today. My pleasure, Tyler. Great to see you. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit tylerchesser.com.